was that? I dropped my I dropped my vape. Oh, not the vape. Well, it's not actually a vape. It's a uh, it's a jewel. Oh yeah, of course. Sorry, oh. we don't want to miss miss identify your vape because that would be very problematic. Yeah, well, it's not. Yeah, it doesn't it's not really vape because obviously vape has kind of negative connotations, partly due to the way that we've <laughs> talked about it on previous podcasts. Um, <laughs> right. I don't want to be a vape wanker. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't had a cigarette for like seven months. That is very good. Yeah, for right, isn't it? Because normally people who go on to the vape still have a, a crafty fag, no, don't they? It's never not a shaky one. one. Not, not one. one. I keep every every so often when I can actually sleep, um, mm. I sometimes have a dream about smoking and getting, anno- <laughs> getting annoyed with myself. Like, why are you doing this? You don't want to do this. It's like my subconscious. Like, yeah. yes, if he's not going to listen to us when he's awake, we'll get him when he goes to sleep. All right. Yeah. Well, it's like I went to buy some the other day, some of the um, the pods that you put in, the little plasticky things. And mm. um, I went, there's they're quite, obviously like everything in my life, I always want a version of something that's hard to find everywhere. So I have to go looking for it. <laughs> Like yeah, it's just everything in my life is like that. Even when I smoke cigarettes, not everywhere did the cigarettes that I smoke. So I had to go to particular places <laughs> anyway. So obviously, like, you know, it's lockdown. So we're not we're only leaving the house for essential. So I try and tie it in mm. because the only place I can get them is Sainsbury's. Um that's, that's about twenty five minutes from drive from my place. So right. I'm like, well, I'm not going to just go there just to buy them. So I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to be that guy. So I, I was like, well, I need to get some fuel. So I'll get them from the petrol station because I need to get fuel anyway. Because um, obviously right. I like taking the car out in the cold, make sure it doesn't die and all that kind of stuff, which you know all about. All the uh, old man stuff that we have to do yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went in there. Now, bearing in mind, I, I don't drive a, like, teenager's dickhead car. Hmm. I pull into the car park of, not the car park, I pull into the petrol station and go in and pick up a couple of other bits and then put the pods on the thing. And she went, oh, have you got any ID? I was like, yeah, all right, fine. Fine, I've got a problem with that. They've got to ask. She was like, well, you're going to have to take your mask off because I can't see your face. I was like, well, I'm not taking my mask off. That's not very safe, is it? She was like, well, I... I need to be able to see your face. I was like, why would an underage person driving an Audi come into a fucking petrol station to buy menthol jewel pods? Like, <laughs> do I look underage? Like, even if I looked, I, I mean, I definitely look over 25, number one, yeah. because I am <laughs> over 25. <laughs> and I just, I was immediately absolutely fucking furious with her about Enraged it. with it, yeah. And it's like, because there was no sort of, there was no acknowledgement. She was like, when yeah. I said to her, like, well, I, I don't really feel safe taking my mask off. She was like, well, I mean, if you just stand back a bit, I was like, oh, what? Because if I stand over this threshold, the yeah, <laughs> COVID-19 is like, no, 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 no. He's over the threat. He, he's there. It's fine. He's, t- he's further can't back. can't affect anyone now. Um, so it's just like, yeah, why would I be like, fine, cigarettes or like king skins or fucking backy or something, fine. <laughs> but what... <laughs> Like what normal self respect? Yeah, teenager. do you know what I mean? It's, it's like, walking oh, in, getting what flavor off. was it? Menthol, Menthol jewel pods. <laughs> I mean, the least exciting. Of I know, all the I know. It's like oh fuck <laughs> off. And also, she was about twenty as well. It's like why are you? What what gives you the right to question me <laughs> and my age? No How dare you? Yeah, I was absolutely <laughs> furious, like instantly. So you start, started off well then. Yeah, so I just wrecked the shop. Just started throwing packets of wine guns at her. Smashed it up and left. Yeah, I just went in, fucked shit up, left. Which is basically what we do every week, isn't it? Of course. Go in, fuck shit up, leave. Seamlessly. So yes, welcome to episode 65, the blue episode. <laughs> Eiffel 65. Babbleman 65, yeah. do dabba dee dabba do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm blue. The only one I can other, the only one I can other think of 
um, oh, for God. really good English is um, there's a band called 65 Days of Static. So that's that's the only other one I've got. Retirement age, isn't it? That was it flying straight was over it? my head. That, well, weirdly, know. they were a band that when you bought a Windows computer from about 2000 and, I don't know, 14, uh, up until fairly recently, it was one of the albums that they just used to preload onto the Windows computers. What? Yeah, really, <laughs> yeah, The Fall of Static is the name of the album. It's a really good album, actually. But I yeah. don't like that. I don't like that shit. No. I didn't like it when you two forced Well, that was the worst, wasn't it? Everybody. Yeah. Like, here you go, here's our album. Like, no one wants it, Bono. No. No have one's you, like, even your fans want you to stop. Well, have you ever met anyone that legitimately likes you too? I know people that like the odd U2 song. No, no, no. To say that they like them. Yeah, I can't. Specifically Bono. No. <laughs> it's all the U bands, U2, UB40. Like, who legitimately likes those bands? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure U2 are like, have sold like 250 million records across the world. Yeah. So they're fairly popular, I guess. Some people like it. I mean, I could say that my dad probably likes them both because he is of that age. Okay. In fact. My mum and dad are of the age now where they're getting appliances for character. What do you mean? Well, they say that they've got a washing machine that dances because if they don't load it right, when it gets to full spin, it literally does that mad levitational shit where it's off the ground sort of dancing. (laughs) But it's it's weird, isn't it? Because you start to notice, like, appliance sound. Like, you turn the oven on, you're like, wait, what's that sound? That doesn't sound normal. What's wrong? What well, I left well yeah, you there? start to get you get to know all your bits and bobs. Especially at the moment. Well, yeah, but this this is the point now, and they've gone they've gone a step extra. Okay. They are now getting things that I didn't know existed. That sounds a little bit like a feature, Lee. It could. Well, to be honest, it probably <laughs> on the, should be in a these feature. parts. It absolutely fucking could be. A in feature. these parts, it could be a feature. Okay. So, but for the first entry of things I didn't know existed. Yeah. Um, I've just sent you a picture of is what is it, Ryan? <laughs> Firstly, can I just say the moccasins in the background of the picture, which oh, I presume mom, is on yeah. your mum's feet, are rocking fantastic. the mockers. Um, so that is torch on the front of a, of a Hoover. That is headlights, headlights. <laughs> on a Hoover. <laughs> I did not know that existed. My mum went and got this. It's basically gold trimmed. It is. It looks like a 1950s vintage Hoover. It does, actually. I think it's a shark Hoover. It is. It is. I'm looking at it. And it's got headlights. It looks like a DeLorean. (laughs) For all those times you need to Hoover in the dark. I was like, fucking hell, don't do it too fast, will you? (laughs) What? Look at it. Yeah, yeah. I said for all those midnight urges when you get like, oh, I've got to go and Hoover now and I can't see. I mean, I have to say, it's not a bad idea. Honestly, tell me now. Yeah. One instance where you have needed to light the path of your Hoover better. Well, I mean, sometimes I want to Hoover in the dark and I can't. <laughs> um, what I also love in the picture is the fact that there's obviously like there's some like bit of flooring that's been gaffer taped down. <laughs> That is where they had a water leak and they had to fix it. It's oh, all happened during the, the lockdown, so hence the botch job of... <laughs> so hang on, why? how did you work. get this picture? Did you just ask your mum if she could turn it on so you could take a picture of it? No, she turned it on to show me <laughs> when I was around delivering some goods and wares. Yeah. Went, have you seen, she, she basically went, have you seen my new Hoover? I was like, yeah, no, you have the box out for ages. And then she was like, no, no, have you seen it? She turns it on and it's lights up the entire room <laughs> why what was her reasoning <laughs> for it she has not she's just really excited to have it <laughs> <laughs> so there you go things i didn't know existed headlights on hoovers wow i mean, I mean what, we're one step away from having window wipers on glasses but i mean I, I think we've we've kind of discussed that in the past i don't think that's necessarily a bad idea especially with all this mask wearing I think you know that the you need um, these steamers. You need like some well, yeah, sort of fan system. Yeah, because the sort of um, what's the word the the anti fogger stuff is just like is pointless. Mm. But then I suppose there are lots of household appliances. Like I remember my mum one Christmas, I bought her a soup maker, um, mm. 
And it's like, I'm, I'm almost positive I mentioned it on the podcast. It's like, why can't you just use a pan and just cook some soup? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, like yeah. people, like household appliances where they buy like, I mean, an egg cooker. <laughs> I remember a friend of mine's, friend of mine's mum had a, um, like a rotisserie chicken oven. What? Just like a mini oven. Oh, I don't know why I'm explaining it. <laughs> so you know what it is. But yeah, no, you, know, she but would just plug it in and then shove I mean. it's, like the, chicken it's like in the it. Samsung fridge where you can download games to play on your fucking fridge. Yeah. Uh, there's so many things that are all mixed up uh, that you just don't think should exist. And it, it brings me neatly back to one of our inventions, technically the privacy <laughs> scarf. Oh, the privacy scarf. Yeah. The privacy scarf. Yeah. I think now. More than ever, the privacy scarf is that you're in your house, everyone's on top of each other, it's hard to get a room on your own, and it's cold. Privacy scarf. Well, I'll tell you what then, I'll put my money where my mouth is. I will I will send some uh, emails to companies that make you know clothing and such, and I will try and get a quote to see how much a privacy scarf would cost. Yeah, man. Um, if, it, listen, if it. you're going, what the fuck are they talking about? Uh, it's it's. Um, if you go back to episode 15 and have a little listen, it'll all make sense. Oh, to be to be uh, upfront with everybody, we should also tell them that uh, there's a different place to go to find the pod. Oh yes, yes. So so we are delighted to have gone on board with um, Anchor.fm, a wonderful company who's going to now host the podcast for us. Um, we That's sad Anchor. Dot, Anchor, yeah. not, no. not what you think we might be on. No, no. Not Although that, that would be word. more appropriate. Um, for us, probably. <laughs> naughty word. Imagine if we were just like, right, we can't swear anymore. Like that, no, we have we're to on, remove we're on all... Anchor now. Yeah, we can't say wanker or... Oh, I just said it. Um, oh, damn it. They've, sorry, They've anchor. rebuked yeah, our deal. Um, they ripped up the contract. Yeah, so we were we were sad to leave Buzzsprout. And for those of you who are starting off with the podcast, if you want to go somewhere, do have a look at Buzzsprout. Or you could come and join us at anchor.fm. Um, and one of the things that those of you who follow us on social media at Babblement Pod will have noticed, particularly on uh, Instagram, is you can now leave us a voice message. Yes. So you Direct. can directly contact us and any voice messages, here's, our, here's the pledge, listeners, any voice messages that you leave, we will play on the podcast without listening to them first. So they could be fucking anything and we will play them and we will dis dissect them together yes so what more do you want anchor.fm forward slash babblement and you can get all of the info about the poddy pod right into your eyes ear canals i said ear canals y yep i don't know why do you like kind of ruined your bit then didn't i it was it was good that's right. Um, i'll just cut it out all right I'll just cut you out <laughs> of the whole podcast. <laughs> it's just me. I say something and then there's a pause. That's <laughs> just you again. <laughs> I just start laughing. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the stipulations in the contract, man. I just had to cut you out. Oh, of the so, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll take on the bad one. We don't want that guy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't be angry. Don't be busy. Just sit there. It's <laughs> <laughs> listening to you come in like after second. Put it on your head, please. <laughs> <laughs> the timing is fucking impossible, man. It's impossible. <laughs> oh, dear. oh, God. Okay, mate. Okay, I've got a few. Um, my first one is, um, <laughs> and you particularly find this on like um, eBay or Depop or things where people are selling items of clothing. So it's people who say never worn whilst wearing it in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> never been yeah, worn. Like, it's on. like I can literally see that you're wearing it. 
Like, put only worn once, fine. But you can't say never worn because I can fucking see you wearing it, dickhead. Um, people that are stingy with blue tack. So, one of the oh joys of being an adult is I can buy my... I mean, I, <laughs> I can't remember the last time I used it in my house. But when I was a kid... Um, if I ever put like posters up on the wall or something, I had to, my dad was like, you've got to ration the blue tack. Cause I never had my own blue tack. So I always has to ask him for his. And he would always give me like the tiniest amount. Like, you, you don't need that much. You don't need that much. It's like, why are you the arbiter of blue tack? Like why the protector of blue tack? Don't um, touch the tack. So annoying. Um, what I'm calling um, Blu-ray judgment. So I, have i own and have continued to purchase over time blu-rays and people who say to me what's the point why don't you get them on dvd well because they're better quality i can but yeah it's like but people people are sort of like me about blu-rays it just upsets me actually frankly i don't they should be on the upset list i was like oh okay all right well i won't bother then Hmm. fuck you then Oh, yeah, I mean, as long as it looks good, screw you guys. Exactly. Um, people asking what's going on when you're both seeing or you're seeing something for the first time. <laughs> what's this so, then? I don't, I literally don't know. I walked in with you. Like we're, we're both witnessing this at exactly the same time. And I think kind of alongside that is a question you obviously would never know the answer to. So I don't mean like, you know, where the babies come from. Um, but like you pull up to a traffic jam. Oh, what's all this about then? I don't know. I'm witnessing it for the first time. My dad always does it to me. Always does it to me. Like if we go anywhere, would you reckon they'll have one of them? I don't know. We'll have to fucking look, mate. I just don't under, I don't understand why like why would I Let me get know? out of the pistol ball. Hang on. Hang yeah. on. Let me Sorry. Ask, let me ask the spirit. <laughs> let me just lick my finger and put it up into the air. <laughs> test the direction of the fucking wind. Um, oh yeah, that solved everything. Yeah, I understand, there, I understand that now. Um so I've got two more left. The my penultimate one is uh people who um tell everyone that there's snow. <laughs> Um, yeah, there is. Thank you for sharing a picture of the snow with me. I appreciate nice that. Um, and then, um, on the, I guess on the same kind of, um, turn as that is when it's cold, people telling you that it's cold. Does anyone explaining something that you already know? Yeah, which I guess is they're all kind of tied in together. Like I was stood outside the shops. It's one in, one out. And some woman in front of me was like, oh, cold, isn't it? Is it? Yep. That's why I've got 40 layers on. I know it's cold. You know it's cold. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Don't You're make small chat. Cold. We all know it's fucking freezing. Move on. So that's my hate list. Wonderful. <laughs> there we go. That's such a happy time. Well, I've only got three. So my first one is J-Cloth consistency. Okay. So... Why do shops sell those stupid little blue thin crap cloths that they go, oh, yeah, clean your dishes? As soon as you scrunch it up underwater, it's the smallest thing in the world. Like it just shrivels into a tiny, tiny midget cloth. Mm. And I'm not sure how you're supposed to use it. Completely shit and indeed pointless. Well, I also don't know how long you're supposed to use it for. Like, yeah, is it one wash and bin? I'm a bit what? like that with with like um what they called not scourers, what are they called? Yeah, like a Brillo pad or something. Yeah, like how long do you use one before you throw it away? Like a once and done. Would yeah, you turn it over and then inside out? Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I agree with you. The impossibility of being quiet when you need to be. I'm pretty sure I said that last week. You might have done, yeah. but I'm following it on with the then lingering stench of WD-40. Okay. So uh, I, for some reason, had every door that I used at three in the morning the other day squeak on me in succession. So it's like, a, and then there's a different toad. Yeah, it's and like a horror movie. 
yeah, like for fuck, can you lot just shut the fuck up as I'm checking all the locks and stuff? Right. So I went and got the WD-40. Yeah, that's a staple, like, adult thing to have, isn't it? Yeah, full old man, WD-40 and hinges, three in the morning, because I've got clearly nothing better to do in my life. <laughs> and done that, no squeaks, silent, open and closing, happy. Go put the thing back, wash my hands, go and get in bed. And I am overwhelmed <laughs> by the scent of WD-40. I smell greased. I feel like I'm going to slide you off the bed. lubricated. Yeah, I am Mr. Lube. But you know, it's funny, isn't it? Because consistencies and lingering smells, I think, that we've talked about quite a lot. Can they do your fucking head in? Yeah, yeah. That's, it puts you off, like, cooking certain things. You're like, I could cook this thing that I really like, but I'm going to smell like it. And I told you about when I just smelled like potatoes. Because I just opened the <laughs> opened the oven head first and just got covered in the stench of potato, like roast potatoes. It's just yeah, it's a, it's a never ending battle. My last one, yeah, nicely leading on from that, yeah. Home recipe expectations. <laughs> so your other half sends yeah. you through one of these fucking TikTok videos. Of someone doing something super simple but amazing, cheesy nacho wraps. You're like, all right, go on and show me. They do something weird, like they fucking pizza cut or a, a section of a, a wrap, and then they start folding it isometrically to make a, a magic being out of tacos or whatever. <laughs> you have a go at it. You set the kitchen on fire. You've melted absolutely everything that you were using as a little <laughs> as a handy hole. All of your pans are now full of shit that is welded to the bottom of it. And all the wraps are in the bin because they stuck together. It's a fuck up. I don't know why we bother. Well, it's funny. The last time I tried to follow, like, it wasn't a TikTok thing. I don't get TikTok videos or whatever, but it was a um it was like a one of those like boom, they throw something in the pan and they mix it together and then boom, they throw another thing in. Boom, boom, boom. And I tried to make a, a toad in the hole by following this particular recipe and it came out like a sausage sponge cake. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally a sponge cake with bits of sausage in it. <laughs> Like yeah, it was like, and then I still tried to eat it because I no. it. <laughs> like this is Save the worst. This is the worst <laughs> thing I've ever put in my mouth. <laughs> I was gutted as well because I bought some really good like butcher's sausages as well. I just fucking ruined them. I had to, you had like cake on the top, raw batter <laughs> on the bottom, and questionably cooked sausages throughout. It was a fucking disaster. <laughs> Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck those recipes. <laughs> the internet. Yep. Famous for being full of absolute bollocks. Yes. Like scum at the bottom of the ocean, dead, horrible bit like those horrible fish with the lights above their heads. You know the ones I'm on about. Um, yeah, I don't know what they're called, but yeah, I do know what you mean. Anglerfish. <laughs> okay, good for you. Disgusting, foul, giant, teethed beasts that live at the bottom of the ocean. Much like some of the stuff that I've been looking at on the internet. Not yeah. that bit of the internet. I was going to say, is this really where you want to go? Or? This isn't dark web stuff. This is just shit. Okay. Like at the bottom of the regular webbage. Okay, <laughs> webbage, okay. <laughs> so down in the, the quag, the quagmire, yep. I thought maybe there'll be a few gems that we've missed. Okay. You know, the good stuff rises to the top, doesn't it? Yeah. And the other stuff is left in the silt. Well, maybe there's something trapped down there <laughs> that's yeah. worth looking at. All right, we get it. <laughs> Jesus, man. What, what, what is it? Well, this is a song by... It's a remix by someone called Reed Cooper, I believe. Okay. And it, it's it's a song that I thought just maybe... Maybe is worth saving because of who is singing it on the remix. So let's, uh, let's have a little listen. Okay. Oh, listen, here's a story about a little guy that lives in a world and <laughs> Just blue like him, inside and outside. 
So this is essentially a video of Donald Trump. Someone's cut <laughs> Donald Trump together and he is singing Blue by Eiffel 65. This is wonderful. I mean, it is absolutely amazing. What's terrifying is it kind of sounds a little bit like Stephen Hawking. Oh, God. So, like, robotic Trump. Like, when he dies. Robo-Trump. Robo-Trump. Yeah. Once, once they preserved like. his brain in a pickle jar. Yeah, ro- fucking Robo-Trump. fucking... That is Jesus. absolutely terrifying. But you see, the thing is, Lee, we, we've kind of done a bit of a role reversal, right? In that oh. when I... Um, in a previous situation i never ever had um terrestrial tv so in my last flat i didn't have it so whenever i was bringing anything to the table it was always stuff that i'd found on the internet and you were the one that was uncovering sort of um terrestrial gems i think we should call (laughs) them um whereas now in my new place i do have terrestrial tv and on the odd occasion i do watch it where the quality television lives yeah but not only is it where the quality television lives it's also where the quality adverts live ah yes now i (laughs) saw an advert last night now bearing in mind we are recording this on sunday the 14th of february happy valentine's day lee and listeners um so i couldn't help but think that maybe this was something to do with valentine's day Um, okay and it's an advert for a product I'm going to send you, Lee, the advert. And what I'm going to do is you're going to, we're going to play it at the same time and I'm going to play it quietly in the background and you're going to explain to the listeners what you see without revealing okay. what it is. Right, going to give you a little challenge. Right, yeah, so you're, you're kind of audio describing the advert. Now, bearing in mind, I had absolutely no fucking idea what this advert was until right at the last second. Okay. And there's a couple of things I noticed, which I'm interested to see if you pick up on. So are you ready to play the video? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to play it. So listeners, you will be able to hear it, but Lee is going to describe it. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. I see a couple on a bed. I see the lady of the couple sidling up to husbando who is businessman. He's on the phone, he's got to take a call. He's too busy. Tippy-tappy on the laptop. Now the bed is growing bigger and there is a distance between them. <gasps> oh no! He is still working. He's too busy. Do you recognise the song, Lee? Oh my god, it is a slow methodical version of 5,000 miles by the Proclaimers. 500 miles, yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in awe of what's happening here. So we've got a revolving visual of a couple that are doing things separately, constantly. He's always working, she's doing shit. On a massive bed with space between them. All the time, someone whimsy is singing this 500 miles remix. He's moving in. Husband's put his laptop down said hello she says nice one they've gone under the covers for the rubbity pumpities and oh ah, he's oh it's not gone well he has what so something happened sexually as a failure and now the room's imploded she's miles away he's text her saying let's give it a go what just did didn't you i'm so confused right they're just floating around in a universe space he's in like some drawer that's got a magic light in it like pulp fiction right now they're going under the covers again and it's for viagra (laughs) (laughs) all of that for just 
Get a nine-hour fucking hard-on. I love it. The tagline for it is, don't let life get in the way of your love story. Now, I'm pretty sure in the history of love stories, Viagra has never played... You don't take Viagra because you're really in love with someone. No, it's because you want to fuck someone for, like, the entire night. Endurance be damned. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like an advert that's really got like, in Edward, it's like, oh, it's going to be like she dies or something. No, no, he just can't like an get an erection. Company. Uh, it yeah, was, he just it can't was, get it up. It was almost. Well, you just fucking me. I said no, I it out it loud is. whilst I, I was think watching it. Is. it. Are you because fucking let's kidding face me? it, they've missed the main point of why he can't get a hard on. He's got that laptop on his lap for like seven days in a row. <laughs> yes, radiation poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that they've tried to loveify erections. <laughs> yeah, just fucking your partner to oblivion on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Nothing says love like a really like, hard, like a cock. hard on. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, dear. Play the song, man. It counts. I'd walk 500 miles with a hard cock in order to get laid. That's what I would do. That is what that advert says. Yeah. going to pitch you some game shows okay. that you are going to um, decide which one you want to give the green light. So we've got an, in, you know, at Babel HQ, we've got an influx of pod money. And we get to green light one of these game show ideas. And you've okay, got so to it's tell like a me Dragon's which Den one. affair. Yeah, but specifically for game shows. I'm out. I'm just practicing my banner time. I'm out. Okay. Yeah, okay. So the first idea is 12 brides to be in a house for four months, complete in challenges. At the end, the person who wins gets a trip to Beverly Hills to meet one of the country, America's, of course, leading. Um, cosmetic enhancement surgeons to enable them to get all of the plastic surgery that they could possibly want in their lives. The name of the game show? Bridal Plasty. (laughs) So that's number one. Number one is Bridal Plasty. Number two. Kids team up with their dads to compete against other child father teams for a cash prize of $50,000. The name of the show? My dad is better than your dad. Uh, Of course. Which I think is great. (laughs) A game show (laughs) that is as follows. Contestants compete in ridiculous obstacle courses while a live band plays in the background and their performance determines how much they win. Once the music stops, they must scramble and swim through water kept at a comfortable 38 degree temperature to a group of chairs in the middle of the studio. The name of the game show, Oh Sit. It is essentially extreme musical, musical chairs. Yeah, extreme yeah. musical chairs, yeah. Um, the next one is um, game show. Uh, cons- game show. I just said game show. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Contestants in a chair monitors their heart rate during potentially stress-inducing situations, like the release of an alligator or bees or anything like that. Bees! The contestant... Okay, yeah. 
has to answer questions whilst keeping their heart rate down. So they're answering questions, quiz questions, when they're under extreme uh, examples of stress. Right. The name of the game show, The Chair. The Chair. Um, and there's a couple more. Um, so essentially, women who, who experience some kind of hardship in their life, i.e. one of their children is ill or they've had financial problems or whatever like that, um, right. they all go into, onto, onto the stage and the audience vote on who has got the worst life. <laughs> and then the winner gets a crown, a cape, and a bunch of prizes that are donated by other companies. So vacations, new kitchen stuff, things like that. Right. The name of the show, Queen for a Day. Oh, that's so sad. Um, Contestants, the next one, contestants answering questions again. So it's just a long format quiz show whilst batting against various distractions again. So like being shocked with a dog collar, shot with paintballs, people hoying cactuses at you. Cacti, I think is the um, it is cacti. term. Uh, and that game show is called Distraction. Eh, that's the weakest one of them all, I think. Um, so the last one that I'm going to pitch, or we're going to get pitched to us before we decide. Contestants okay. hear a reading of fictional letters that theoretically a popular celebrity could have written. They are asked to identify who the celebrity might be. Okay. The more the letters that are read out, the less money that they can win. So the idea is, let's say you've got five letters and each of them, and the answer is Snoop Dogg. Right. And the letters are hypothetically created and you as a contestant have to try and guess who yeah. the celebrity okay. is. The name of the show? Let's play Post Office. <laughs> let's play Post Office. Now, which one of these do you think you want to pick up? So just remind me of the names again. We have Let's Play Post Office. Mm -hmm. We have... Um, oh, I've lost my list. We have um, Distraction. Nah, moot. We have Queen for a Day. Right. We have um, The Chair. The Chair. Um, we have, what else do we have? Oh, sit. Oh, sit. <laughs> we have my dad is better than your dad. Yeah, I like that one. And we have bridal plasty. Bridal plasty. Oh. I think the babbleman should commish. Oh, sit. So huge congratulations to... Oh, sit. You've been commissioned <laughs> by Babbleman. But Lee, what if I told you not, not only have I tricked you like the listeners <gasps> have been tricked because <gasps> all of these are real game shows that oh, actually man. aired yes. on television. <sighs> now, what the thing was that made me realise this is because one of the shows in this list, which I have omitted, is called Who Wants to Be a Superhero, which ran on the sci-fi channel between 2006 and 2007. Essentially, yeah, contestants yeah. dressed up as superheroes that they'd created, and each week one was eliminated when they were deemed not deserving of being a true superhero. Whoever was left at the end received their very own comic book written by creator Stan Lee and an appearance in a sci-fi original movie. Right, hang on. What were the superhero names? Well, <laughs> um, I don't know. I will find out. So next week, listeners, tune in to find out the contestants on Who Wants to Be 
a superhero. Oh, sit. I couldn't hold on until next week. <laughs> so I found the contestants <laughs> and their supposed powers on the game Google show who, who want, was it who wants to be a superhero? Yeah, who wants to be a yeah. superhero? So I think we spoke about two minutes ago. I think yeah. we spoke about two minutes ago. So the first superhero was called Feedback. <laughs> so Feedback absorbs powers from video game characters <laughs> and then generates a feedback field that it disrupts electronics within 15 feet. Why so specific with a distance? And also why was a computer genius, apparently. But why 15 feet? Oh, I can do it, but it's only 15. Why limit yourself? You're a fucking superhero. Well, spoiler, but Feedback won the first season of Who Wants to Be a Superhero. So that was the best one. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, go on then. Number two, Fat Mama. Fat Mama was a superhero <laughs> who could grow to five times her normal size when angry or eating a donut, activating other powers. Doesn't specify what those other powers are. <laughs> Just some. Number three, major victory. Essentially, super strength, flight, <laughs> super jump, survive without air, supervision, manipulate sound waves. Basically, Basically everything. Just everything. Um, Just everything you could think of. <laughs> Lemuria. So Lemuria shoots lasers or fireballs, can levitate, can drain energy from people and animals and plants and throw orbs of solar energy. Creature. Like <laughs> Creature can heal others with fruit and raw foods. Shoot fire beams, has a magical bullwhip, throws knives, bullwhip. but get this, throws knives with unerring precision. <laughs> unerring. The next one, Tyveculus. Tyveculus had super strength, super speed, was fire resistant, and could also detect lies. Super, <laughs> super strength, super speed, yeah, fire resistant, and I can tell if you're telling a porky. Yeah, absolutely. The next one, <laughs> Monkey Woman. Monkey Woman <laughs> had the skills of a monkey or could also talk to monkeys. High-tech weapons could be disguised as bananas or bits of bamboo. The next of one... Course. The Iron Enforcer. So the Iron Enforcer had the <laughs> densest bone structure of any human, also had a death punch and various high-tech weapons. Okay. So Cell phone girl. Then, yeah? Say again? S cell phone girl. Uh, we've moved on. Cell phone girl could teleport from one cell phone to another. Her eyes could take digital photos. She could mentally download information from a computer slash using cell phone waves to move objects and shoot laser beams. Actually, that's not too bad okay. <laughs> as, a, as a superhero power gets. Nitro G. Nitro G had super strength, <laughs> super speed, flight, and could manipulate energy. The so just anything then. The penultimate one, levity. So levity, <laughs> force, shields, aerokinesis. And then the last one was called roti art. And it just says under powers, spy cameras. <laughs> But Lee, just in case you were thinking, damn, that's the end of that list. I really wish that there were more. Well, let me tell you, there was a season two. Ah. Uh. So season two contestants, and I'm going to go from the first one that was eliminated to the winner. So the yes. first elimination was Braid. Braid <laughs> used hair extensions as a zip line, could shapeshift had super smell, and could change into her costume using a prism stone. The next one, Mindset. Mindset had super intelligence, telekinesis, time travel, indestructible armor, sense danger, and was also an excellent problem solver. Oh, so just invincible then, yeah? Um, this is already my favorite superhero I've ever heard of, Mr. Mitzvah. Mr. Mitzvah. Mr. Mitzvah was a Jewish superhero who, that had a Star of David paddle that could deflect 
any attack, also having super strength, flight, night vision, and super senses. Mr. Mitzvah. Paired with Ms. Ms. Limelight. Absorb the powers and <laughs> skills of action stars from movies. F- from movies, She was a fantastic swimmer. Um, she could sense people's weaknesses. And also, if there was a mirror handy, she could use a mirror to temporarily blind her foes. Well, by just turning it around and shining, shining it in, in their eyes. Yep. Um, <laughs> Bazura. So Bazura used Bazura. magic to turn trash into weapons and could also communicate with insects. That's just a nutter. That's just a nutter. <laughs> just a bum. Just an absolute just nutter. Uh, whip snap. <laughs> whip snap whip was snap. an expert at using a whip, had increased flexibility, had a decomposing touch and absorbed strength from the earth. That was no match for Parthenon. Parthenon had super strength, vulnerability, flight, could create force fields, a sonic blast, and create illusions. <laughs> illusions. I'm invincible, but here's a mime. So this is the top three. This is where Go it gets then. interesting. Number three, Hyperstrike. Hyperstrike was a martial <laughs> arts expert, super strength, enhanced durability, enhanced agility, can manipulate his QI, also known as chi or life force. <gasps> Number two, Hygiena. Hygiena. <laughs> she cleans everything. <laughs> Hygiena used a ma- magical necklace to turn cleaning tools into weapons. I got it right. Love it. So like a feather duster sword. <laughs> yeah, shring. <laughs> but the winner of um, season two of Who Wants to Be a Superhero was The Diffuser. Okay, hang on, hang on. Let me guess, let me guess. The Diffuser only comes in in the last five seconds of a bomb about to explode and cuts the right wire. No. Oh. Sorry. I, when I first saw the diffuser, I thought you were going to say he comes in the last five minutes of an argument and just calms everyone <laughs> down. Just, everyone chill out. Everyone, everyone just, just chill, be yeah? cool. Just be cool. Uh, so we no, can all talk to each other properly here. <laughs> if we all just communicate, the world would be a better place. So no, now, the diffuser... This is the talking pillow. You <laughs> hold the pillow. You can't speak unless you are holding it. Um, the diffuser, in fact, used non-lethal weapons... Okay, Batman. His body can function at 110%. What? Don't know. Uh, Had super strength, super speed, enhanced reflexes, super hearing, and night vision. So he was basically a massive pervert. The pervert (laughs) is what he should have been called. So those are season one and season two contestants for the fantastic game show, um, Who Wants to Be a Superhero? So hang on, hang on. How the fuck do they test any of this? I Well, they just... I guess it's just, like, concepts, I guess. Right. Right. So, basically, you could say anything. <laughs> yeah, you, you could just walk in and go, yeah, I'm impervious to anyone touching me. Uh, they'll melt. Yeah. So, uh, I, I can never be beaten. Uh, anything that touches me melts. Uh, I'm, I live forever. Yeah, just yeah. live forever. Immortal... Uh, I'm kill immortal, everyone I can and anything just with um, I can physically rewind time uh, back to any point no matter what even if I've just been shot it, it would never happen to me massive if dick if I was yeah huge cock massive um, cock doesn't need Viagra no it doesn't need Viagra no one can touch me because they'd melt yeah but, so um, I'm really sexually anyway. frustrated because I've just got this <laughs> massive dick and I don't know what to do with it I can't do anything with it because as soon as anyone touches it, they'll fucking die. So um, I just use it as a weapon. Yeah, uh, just hit you over the it. head with a massive dick. Um, <laughs> Kevlar <laughs> balls. <laughs> Why does it have to get so juvenile? <laughs> the big it's a, it's cock. A game show about fucking yeah, that's heroes. true. Yeah, that's true. So I think it's we ridiculous. should. I'm putting out a petition right now to bring back season three of Who Wants to Be a Superhero. Yes, with it. Chris Tarrant. <laughs> he needs a career resurgence more than most. Fucking hell. Let's get let's get um someone else in. We can find someone better than Chris Tarrant. How about John Leslie? 
What about Michael Barrymore? Yeah, get them all in. Triple yeah. X. Yeah. <laughs> all of the questionable 90s TV shows. Where's Pat Sharp? <laughs> Where's Pat Sharp when you need him? <laughs> It's now time for. Multiple. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? So you've got one as well. I mean, we've had one earlier. We've had one now. Yeah. I got one. It, the world is full of moments that are making us ask, are you fucking kidding me? So, would you like to go first? I can. Why not? And I bring to the table musical... <laughs> no, sorry. Magicalpassings.com. Magicalpassings.com, okay. Yeah. Magical-themed funeral services. <laughs> okay. With a tagline of... They lived happily ever after. Okay. Music, I was going to say musical, magicalpassings.com offer Disney-themed funeral services and end-of-life services featuring a variety of characters and options to make the final moments with your loved one filled with pixie dust. I'm reading this off of their website. <clears throat> Some frequently asked questions. Right. Can music be played inside the casket? <laughs> magical <laughs> magical passings go on to reply, this request is more frequent than you think. The answer has two parts. Yes, we can play music inside the casket. Many times, theme park loops are requested by the beloved one's fav- or from the beloved one's favourite area of the park. A small MP3 player is added to the casket and small speakers are installed. Part two. We have devised a relatively hidden way of continuously charging the player via the use of solar floral arrangements, but it's up to the final resting place to allow this, as it requires one small one-inch pipe to be placed at the gravesite. So what they are essentially saying is that they will have a continuous loop of a song playing to a corpse if you so pay for it. The next frequently Hang on, asked that could, Surely that could be abused. Like if, like if you really didn't like the person, <laughs> you could just play like the worst, like Blue by Eiffel 65 on repeat for eternity. <laughs> just walking through, through a graveyard and you just hear it. Hey, imagine that. You fucking shit yourself. <laughs> <wouldn't> you? <laughs> So the, uh, oh my god what the fuck are you going fucking mad I'm losing my damn mad the next frequently asked question right what characters can attend the service oh my god these are frequently asked questions mm. fucking hell alright due to our licensee agreement with a national talent agency, we are not allowed to list the characters on our website, but I can tell you that the Fab Five are available, as are some of the inhabitants of a certain woods. Oh, and a blue space alien. Right, hang on. I've got no fucking... What, the Fab Five? What, the Spice Girls? So I assume that's talking about Mickey. Oh, Uh, Mickey Moose. Yeah, the, the Moose people, you know, the one with the ears. Okay, the blue alien... A, a blue space alien. I don't know which one. It, think of some Disney character that is a blue space alien. Fucking hell, I've got no idea. No, I'm, I, I just don't care enough. But either way, you can have characters. Yeah? Yeah. At the funeral. The next frequently asked Frequently question. asked. This could be a whole thing, couldn't it? What we- is... <laughs> You frequently asked questions. Yeah, we just find the most ridiculous frequently asked questions in the fucking right. world. 
What is the kiss goodbye? You are going to love this one. Okay. After the final respects are made and before the casket is closed, one of the characters you hired will give your loved one a final kiss goodbye. <laughs> this is often accompanied <laughs> by the slow version of the music from the end of the Mickey Mouse Club. In the event of a closed casket, the character will place their hands on it and kiss the casket. Just a note, if multiple characters are attending the send-off, we will have to know in advance which character will perform the kiss goodbye, as this allows us to install a special brace to prevent the costume head from falling off during the kiss. <laughs> and the final frequently asked question oh from MagicalParsings.com the place that supplies Disney-themed funeral services. <clears throat> Why can't I find a phone number on your website? First, thank you for wanting to reach out to us. Second, although the lack of phone number is frustrating when we display it on our website, we received many negative <laughs> calls from people referring to our service as disrespectful in many ways. In order to preserve the safety of our employees, we opted not to show the phone number and request the user make first contact with us via our contact page. We apologise for this inconvenience, but we hope you'll understand in the end. Wow. I mean, that, I think, also amalgamates one of our most kind of classic features, which is jobs you didn't know you needed. Yeah, a Disney-themed funeral director. Like, that is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> well, I feel like mine's going to fall f f short of your fantastic, are you fucking kidding me? But hopefully the headline can redeem some kind of ground. Uh, the headline no, I'll trust you. from the Metro is, Richard Bacon denies snorting cocaine off a blue Peter tortoise. <laughs> That's okay, he didn't do it. He didn't, so it's fine. He's denied it because he said, I got fired for punctuality because if you take a lot of coke, you're always late. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's honest. But I mean, I just love that there had to be some kind of clarification. Of where it was from. It's like, like for years... The, the tortoise coke sniffing has hung round over him like the sword of Damocles. <laughs> I did many things, but I did not snort coke off a tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> and the clarification that's needed, I just fucking love that. So, uh. Disney funerals, frequently asked questions. Richard Bacon, coke tortoise, are you fucking kidding me? I know it's the end. Yeah. And I know it's easy to feel blue at this point. Yeah. But you really shouldn't. No. There's no need to feel blue when you're with the babblement guys. <laughs> 65, Eiffel. The babblement blue, guys. Blue dabba deeba dabba dooba. <laughs> Just sit back and relax with the babblement guys. And go back over the episode and count how many times we mentioned the word blue. Yeah, we did try. Did it a few times. Yeah. Yeah, it was an Eiffel 65 reference constantly. Yeah. You'll notice it all the way. Now we've mentioned it, if you listen to it again. Okay. Oh, that's their genius. There this, it this is. is such a them. meta podcast. Oh, they've, they've, they've integrated the word smart. blue because all the only thing they could smart. think of in connection to <laughs> fucking episode 65, like a couple of Burks. <laughs> it was fun, at least. It was. Yeah, it was fun. So um, we're at the end of another glorious journey through anti-social commentary. Indeed we are. Um, and I have for you, Lee, and for you listeners, um, a list. Wonderful. And this is a list of legitimate titles for films of the pornographic or blue variety. <laughs> and I want okay, you, okay. Lee, um, to 
decide which is your favourite. Number one. Okay. Clear and pleasant stranger. A yeah, midsummer's like night cream. <laughs> Ali McFeel. American <laughs> hair pie. Ah. <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> Anus the menace. <laughs> so simple. Uh, Ball Street. <laughs> Bat Dude and Throbbin. Oh, dear. obviously, these are all parodies of real films, of course. Um, yes. Beaver and Buttface do America. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cock. <laughs> <laughs> By Curious George. <laughs> By Tannic. Black Cock Down. <laughs> Booberella. Bridge Over the River KY. <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Layer. Classic. Crocodile Blondie. Coming to America. Yeah. I think we all know how coming spelt. Dawson's crack. E three, the extra testicle. Oh, that's good. Easy ride her. Edward penis hands. Yep. Ejacula. Erectnophobia. <laughs> Everybody does Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Raymond. Phil Bill, Forest Hump, Free Will Humping, Frisky Business. <laughs> Ghost Lusters, Great Sexpectations, Guess Who Came That's at good. Dinner. <laughs> These two are particular favourites of mine. Honey, I Blew Everyone. And Honey, I Blew Up My Tits. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid oh. I know we've done this before but I don't think we've heard half of these no um, but they're hung, so simple as well most of them hung wankenstein <laughs> so stupid um I don't know if we had this one before, but if we didn't, Jurassic Pork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Malcolm Triple X, which is an interesting one. <laughs> All about um, racial equality. Muffy the Vampire Layer. Then there's one that's just Miracle on the Street. What? I don't know. Um, October Pussy. One flew over the cuckoo's breast. <laughs> <laughs> this one as is asked as a question and it's Planet of the Gapes. <laughs> Why is it a question? Uh, Pleasure Island, politically erect, um Pornocchio, Pulp Friction. Yeah, romancing the bone, Saturday Night Beaver, <laughs> romancing the bone, <laughs> yeah, romancing the bone. Um, I don't know what film this is. I can't work it out. But Schlong Blade. <laughs> I was like, is there a film called Long Blade? I can't remember. Schlong Blade. Schlong Blade. This one they have put no effort in because it's just sex Toy Story. <laughs> oh, that's real lazy. Star Trek: The Next Penetration. Um, beautiful, beautiful. Shitty, shitty, bang, bang. Um, <laughs> Sorest rump, or I guess it's a sorest rump. Uh, Spankenstein, star prick, the next ejaculation. The bear bitch project. <laughs> the da Vinci load. Um, the good, the bed, and the snuggly. Um, <laughs> this one's great. The hills have thighs. 
uh, the Loin King, the Osborns, the Loin King, King, yeah, Um, the Sexorcist, (laughs) the Slutty Professor, the Sopornos, um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Poon, which is great, Um, the Wild Wild Chest, Throbbing Hood, Tits a Wonderful Life, Titty Titty Bang Bang, uh, Twin Cheeks, Tranny Get Your Gun, Willy Wanker's Candy Fuckery, um, Who Reamed Rosie Rabbit, Whore of the Rings, and Womb Raider. I mean, round of applause for that, I think. Do you know what I mean? Like, that is quite some of the most wonderful. kind of genius... Um, the most simplistic, subtle changes... It was puntastic. It was, and if it's not which funny, not, it's not funny. Yeah, it's not normally uh, my bag. But I think that the key question is: I mean, can you remember any of them? And if you can, which one is your favourite? Um, uh, no, <laughs> just no. Um, I mean, I quite. I think my favourite is probably Beverly Hills Cock. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cock was very funny. Uh, you know, you, you've got so many to pick from there. Listeners, let us know which your favourite um, porn parody film title Or let is. us know one of your own. Go to anchor.fm slash babbleman. Voice message. Do it. Make up your own porn <laughs> names. Yeah, just the names. You don't want anything no, else. We don't want actual porn. That's not what no. we're about at the Babbley Mall. Um, listeners, thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed yeah, nice one. See you later. See you later. See you later, pals. You take care of yourselves, yeah? You well, look, yeah, see you, you look a bit after lucky. yourselves, right. bruvs. Take bruv. it easy. Yeah, you Be lucky. Be lucky. Foster's top, please, boss. <laughs>